0: Welcome to it. It is low rent. Kill you with truth in the afternoons at Chad Brown's house with Nate Jackson and Chad Brown. So today on the conference call with Sean Payton, you know what I heard today? Moral victories. (laughs) Stop. I swear to God, I heard moral victories about the defense playing better. They were better, and they have to get better in the passing game. They were better in the red zone. Okay. You guys believe there are any moral victories from Thursday? No, not
1: one single moral victory you can take away from this. Your thin-skinned, unperforming wide receiver put on a show on the sideline, an ugly show. Your defense, while better in the red zone, still did not uh, give you enough to win. And your quarterback, who's going to be paid a quarter of a billion dollars, had under 100 yards passing. Where's the moral victory in all that?
2: I disagree, man. I mean, uh, you got to look for some. You got to look for some moments that you're going to build on defensively. This is the worst defense in the NFL, right? Through five games, and they actually played decent against the Chiefs. They only gave up one touchdown to Patrick Mahomes, the league MVP. Is that not something to feel decent about? Now, one for like, one, more, one for five in the red zone. One right? for ten in the red zone. Right in the past two games. So that is better. That's an improvement. Now, no, we're not feeling good about it. We're not celebrating. But at the same time, the job of a coach is to point out the things you do wrong and also the things you do well, isn't it? I mean, it's not like they're cheering in there, but he's telling them, look, this is getting better, but clearly it's not good enough. We have to play a complete game for this to matter, but the defense did play better.
1: You can acknowledge things are better, but you don't couch it in
2: terms of a moral victory. Did he, well, you're 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 the coucher. You're couching. <laughs> That's what I heard today. Did he say
0: moral victory? He did not okay. say. Okay. It. Okay. All he right. did That's not say. You're putting words
2: into victory. his mouth, d right. relative to the Zoom call. I'm telling
0: you what it sounded like. Okay. okay. All right. And when you're saying <laughs> the, the funniest thing too was we've got to get better and improve in the passing game, and I'm not going to put it on one person.
2: Well, how can you put it on one person?
0: Uh, because they used the double tight. Well, here's what they did. If you go back and, and look at it, they used a lot of heavy protection packages to protect rust. They did. Yeah. And that result is you don't have many guys running out for a pass. Right. If you're using double tight ends, you're going to have two dudes running out for a pass, maybe a uh, a running back leaking out. Mm-hmm. But what are you supposed to do? When you don't
2: have any options, you're not you're getting supposed, hits. You're supposed to win on the routes and then give your best side a chance. If it's mirrored routes and you're full, max pro, you got a guy running a slant on this side and a guy running a slant on this side, pre-snap, you look at both sides, you choose the one you like the best, and you let it fly. Russell Wilson does not have confidence in either true, of those guys. True. And that's why, to me, he looks lost out there. Because okay, look, look, so then it's not on the quarterback. It's it not is. all on the quarterback. It's not all. Not all on the quarterback. Yes, that was anemic, pathetic uh All that stuff. I mean, the numbers were like going into the last drive of the first half. He was like five of seven for 17 yards and an interception. But Jerry Judy, I mean, he had chances to catch a ball and break a tackle. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Jerry Judy break one tackle? No, that's not what he does. Well, but he needs to. Those receivers need to Mm -hmm. if if they're gonna, you know, move the ball down the field. Russell can't do it all. Go ahead.
0: There's two questions, Mm -hmm. and I asked Sean Payton this. I said, "Listen, your your hand is forced because." The trade deadline is October 31st. Mm -hmm. I think the trade deadline is way too early in the NFL, but bad teams got to make decisions. And this is it. This is who we are. Are we rebuilding or not? There's a name that shan't be spoken, Patrick Sutan. I understand we're not allowed to bring up that name when it comes to trade talk, but he does have the most value. I think they would move Jerry Judy for... A box of chocolates with Forrest Gump at this point. I don't think that's that big of a it's deal. A pack of fresh jocks. I was running.
1: <laughs> Everywhere I went, I was running. Run. There's
0: <laughs> another player they're getting calls about. Can you guys guess who it is? It's Josie Jewell. That is correct, Chad yes. Brown. Break that down, why they're getting calls for Josie Joel?
1: Because Josie Jewell could help other football teams. His salary is affordable. And the Broncos could actually benefit from that in getting a decent round draft pick.
2: But also because he's playing well, yeah. right? Yeah, it's not just the, those things. He's actually playing well.
1: He presents some value to, an, to another team. He can help somebody else. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah he's getting some interest. Mm-hmm. And so when I asked Sean Payton about the dreaded rebuild word, mm-hmm. he gave me the whole, you know, we're focused on the Packers. Yeah. But it's clear they have to deal with two things at the same time. The other weird question is, do you bench Russell Wilson and start Jared Stidham? Now, nobody did ask him, about that today but give me your thoughts boys
1: okay the, the first one sean payton has to toe the company line and say you know focus on the packers and everything else he can't act as if there's a fire sale because the broncos want to maximize their leverage and get as much back as they possibly can so that's just playing the semantics thing with the other teams as far as the russell wilson thing i still think we're at least a couple of games away from that replacing him with jared too
2: i would agree with the with that it's not time to bench russell quite yet Um, but it could be close because the season basically is lost, right? Well, then that begs the other weird question: Why bench him? Well, maybe he's your guy going forward, and you're trying to create a connection with not only the receivers and and the pass catchers, but the offensive line. Try to figure out something that works with this guy. He's going to be making fifty million dollars next year, right? Is he on the team next year? Well, if he is, you want You want him to get a lot of reps and and a lot of. All right, let me ask you guys this.
0: Let me ask you guys this: Do they have to make a decision? about Russell Wilson, at least in their minds, by the trade deadline in order to do the right things. Do they have to make up their minds that we are moving on from this guy in order to do what they need to do at the trade deadline, yes or no?
1: I and believe why? they absolutely do. We, this, we kind of touched on this a little bit on Thursday night where we're talking about, I think I believe it was you talking about trading Garrett Bowles. And Peter, my agent, rightly pointed out, we're going to evaluate the rest of the guys in this offense moving forward. You've got to have a viable left tackle there to, in order to get a decent evaluation. So what can Russ do as far as helping them evaluate other guys in this offense? That becomes the question. So I believe, yes, you need to make up your mind about the trade deadline, what's going to happen with Russell Wilson next season. But in order to maximize this season from an evaluation standpoint, does Russ give you an opportunity to do that, or is it all going to be about Jared Stenum at that point?
2: It's a tough one, but I I think, you know, based on what I've seen from Russell Wilson and what they're looking at, they have probably made up their minds that he is not the guy. Otherwise, he would have won some of these games. Otherwise, the numbers wouldn't just be pointless numbers without substance behind them, without victories, without moments, uh, without a guy who can rally the troops and actually lead you to a win. So I think Russell Wilson probably, um, his time here, is it long? And, and I don't know. How, I don't understand the money situation and how much they're going to have to eat and how much that's going to hamstring them going forward with the salary cap. But I guess when you know, you know. And so as I'm talking this out, maybe it's, maybe it is Jared Stidham time. Well, again, though. Maybe I lo- will give him a spark, actually. Well. <laughs> maybe they'll make the playoffs. You go to a weird conversation,
0: like what is the rest of the season about? Uh-huh. And again, the trade deadline. And I do think it's way too early. I have no idea why the NFL does the trade deadline halfway through the season and both other sports go three quarters of the way through the season, but you are, maybe it's because maybe it doesn't actually matter. Maybe you really do know where you are after eight games in the NFL, one way or the other. Maybe it's just fine. Where are the Broncos? Football
2: is also like a sport where you need more time with your team to like gel and perform. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but you know, Baseball, basketball, you show up, you keep balling. But Well, I'll tell you this. It is a huge advantage for teams that are doing well that the trade
0: deadline is, is you know, or, or kind of in the middle. I mean, you could really improve things. Yep. You can uh, change things so mm-hmm. quickly and dramatically. But then you can also have to pack up the season, too. Listen, they've traded Von Miller. They've traded Bradley Chubb. They've traded Demarius Thomas. They traded Emmanuel Sanders. The name that shan't be spoken. I don't know why he gets in such rare air. Randy Gregory. <laughs> they, I forgot about that one. <laughs> they dumped Frank Clark. Right. They just got rid of him. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not so like – So what
2: makes you think that dumping more dudes is going to is gonna work? Because they're dumping dudes and they get worse. Because you don't have much draft capital. So happening. then you're also going to dump George Payton too because if you're yes. putting all these picks in his lap, do you trust him to make these decisions?
0: Uh, I, I do not. Although you can make the argument he's made some pretty good selections – in different parts of the draft and I'll give VJ Vance Joseph some credit they didn't fold defensively against the Kansas City Chiefs that wasn't the problem Mm -hmm. the problem was offense and every week it seems like if it's it's not one thing it's it's something else and the coach isn't going anywhere I'm here to tell you this right now there is zero I mean zero chance zero Zippo that Sean Payton is going anywhere I don't think he's going to burn out. I think he's going to be back. I don't think he's in hot water with ownership whatsoever. So th-
1: you he- really think he has the stomach for the necessary rebuild? Because it's one thing to try to keep it going and maybe we get a better year out of Russ next year, but to do the rebuild, that's a two- to three-year process. He has a stomach for that, the losses that come with that, the frustration that comes with re- perhaps a rookie quarterback, all those kinds of things that when you hit the reset button, you have to do.
2: That's possibly what would justify him being so freaking bad this year, though, is to blame it on the, 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 the crappiness of the team. We got we to gotta rip this thing down mm-hmm. because look at how, you know, we went 2-15. and 15. What's the nicest restaurant you can walk to from your place here in Cherry Creek? <laughs>
1: uh, quality Italian probably.
0: He likes going there. He does. And he likes going to the other place <laughs> and the place after that. And Skyline, like, he lives in this neighborhood.
2: Does Couple he? blocks away. He does. Yes, did uh, you
0: not know that? I did
2: not. Yeah. yeah. Com- com
1: blocks uh, Sean, I maybe say he'll join
2: us on the podcast <laughs> relative Swing to by. the Broncos.
0: I think he was going through a midlife crisis a little bit with what he was going to do in his life. Right. To your question, is he got the stomach for it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not necessarily. But he's got a good life here. Mm-hmm. I think he's got enough – um vim and vigor to see what it's like and then in a couple of years if it's not really the thing that'd be three years through his contract that probably would be enough but I am fully confident he would be back for it next year so names that we got to know college football Caleb Williams Drake May
2: who do you guys like Shador Sanders no I don't I got Caleb in this fight.
1: You know, I know he wasn't great on Saturday night, but he's, in my opinion, a far better quarterback, but that's a better skill set over Drake May. It's all Caleb Williams for me at this point.
2: Yeah, I don't know enough about Drake May. I would say Caleb Williams, but I would also caution us to pump our brakes that this guy is going to save anything to come into a, a, a culture that's so bad and turn it around, this kid from USC. Come on, man. You have to build the team and the quarterback will play better. And so, yes, finding this piece is important. And yes, Oh, but but what I'm saying is it could be either of them, and it could be another guy. It could it be could Bo Nix, okay? It could be. It needs to be a solid player who plays well at that position. By the way, the guys Doesn't need to be a unicorn, man. The guy's name at Washington is Penix, not yes. Penix. Penix. It's not Penix.
0: It's Penix. Okay. Yes. Michael Penix
2: Jr. I, I'm seeing a who? Michael Penix Jr. <laughs> MPJ. It's a different kind of MPJ.
0: Well, I think it was Desmond Howard was saying I I I've got that big Penix energy. BPE. It's
1: Penix. Penix, Michael Penix, not Jr. Phoenix. Yes, Cam Ward, Washington State. Yes, all these guys are quality players. And to Nate's point, yes. Well, do you put your hopes in one 22-year-old kid to raise the levels of your franchise, or do you build the team around him? We talked about that all the time on our show. You build the team, and that's what gives your quarterback best chance for success. So no matter who it is, all these great quarterbacks in college football this year find a way to build a team around them, and instantly that guy will walk into the door and be better. Nick Jackson.
2: Will, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I will continue to use this example, okay? The Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the world. Uh, not because Patrick Mahomes fell out of the sky and made them good. They were already good. They were a perennial 10-win-a-year team until they got Pat Mahomes and took them to the next level. Build your team, and your quarterback will come. Scale of 1 to 10 scale up wow. one to ten Nate. I'm
1: in Penix in the same uh. Yeah, Penix reef. will come. Yes. Penix will come.
0: <laughs> 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 Not always.
1: <laughs> because, that depends right? 95% yeah. of the time. Sometimes you might have to fake it.
0: <laughs> we have sponsorship availabilities for a variety of places that can help take care of that. Yeah. And just uh, the space for you. Um how bad do you feel for
2: CU Nate Jackson? Not bad. Not bad at all. It was a slice of humble pie. They needed to eat it. They needed to experience that. They're not a team yet. You know, they haven't faced adversity. They had never lost a 29-point lead. They had given up a couple of 28-point leads,
0: but they had never lost a 29-point lead, Chad.
1: This speaks to what I was talking about before the season. How does... Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, get this band of mercenaries to come together and love being Colorado Buffaloes. He addressed this in his post-game presser, talking about the difference between like and love. You like the NIL opportunities. You like having your social media handles in the back of your jersey, but do you love it enough to prepare to win during the week? They talked about during the uh, week of of practice, a couple of coaches stood up and talked about the poor practice performances. Mm.
2: So these guys are
1: in like with being a Colorado buffalo, but they love all the other parts that come with it. You gotta love being a buffalo, put the work in, and that's when the winds will come. Did
0: so, you see Saturday Night Live? Yeah, of course. Okay. Love it. My Thompson. my takeaway on that is the national perception is that CU's a little delusional right now and filled with themselves. I thought it was funny. From a CU perspective, what do you think? I thought it was great. And it's
1: it's inevitable. You build someone up as much as the buffs have been built up. Then people are gonna start trying to chop you down. This is the next step in this how this whole thing, mm. this media cycle works. So to be a part of Saturday Night Live, I found the skit to be funny. Kenan Thompson is great. Uh I thought his impression wasn't, you know, wasn't word for word spot on, but it was the general. He doesn't theme even try to no, he Coach really Prime. He just
2: does Kenan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the
1: theme of Coach Prime was certainly relayed. And then yeah, Colorado Buffaloes, this is what you get. When people have put you up so high on a pedestal, the next
2: step is him trying to Knock you down. It's also a compliment when you get spooked on Saturday Night Live. It is. It you're means a big you're, deal. It means you're a big deal. It yep. means you're very popular. It means you are uh, on the tip of everyone's tongue. Right. But at the same time, they very accurately satirize the sort of approach to promoting this program. It's not about what we've done on the field. It's about what I can tell you about what we're gonna do. And when that doesn't happen, when that doesn't come true, when you get your your ass kicked like that in the second half and fold like a cheap tent, mm.
0: you're
2: going to have to answer for it.
0: Best college football team in the state of Colorado, Division 1, cuz mine's actually ranked number 1 in Division 2. The number 1 team in Division 1 college football in the state is who? Air Force.
2: Air Force. Zoomies
0: and that is the truth. Congratulations too to CSU, who pulled off a hell of a win. Yep. They're three and three. They could be four and two pretty easily. And the CU Z- would be three and four. CU would be two, three. Yeah. Yes. Cause that's seven. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, <marm. laughs> Uh,
2: okay. Phoenix. Phoenix. Um, Hollywood. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, nothing. I didn't sign anything, you know. You're I, still here. I'm still here. We're still screaming
0: into a cell phone. That's right. Okay. Right where I
2: want to be. And uh, your weekends? I That's forgot right,
0: what game you were at.
1: I had Ohio State, uh, Purdue. Oh, oh my Not god. Not quite the great game, but I got uh, Alabama, Tennessee next week. Looking forward to that one.
0: Where in Tennessee? At Alabama. At Alabama. Tuscaloosa, baby. This dude. This freaking guy. This guy. This guy. Right at Denny
1: Stadium. Statue of Nick Saban out front.
0: What she do you got, you got this weekend? Week? I. I, I I'm not joking. I spent the weekend watching my wife saw one of our couches in half to throw it in the garbage. Oh, no. Oh. We're moving. We've got to get rid of things. So she thought the best idea was to saw a couch in half. Does she have power tools to do this? Does no, it was just a handsaw. It was a butter knife. It, it was <laughs> not very practical. It took her
1: 17.9 hours to do this. Uh, nice. I
0: got nothing. I don't have anything. I have no life. I was with the Nuggets on Saturday and Sunday last night. Julian Strother, you got you got something to do? I Look at Chad. Chad's, Chad's checking out. Hey,
2: Jabu. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. I've
0: been I've been through that before. Yeah. All right, that's a good sign to wrap it up. Uh, um, nuggets are good. Abs are good. Deeper details. Go ahead, Chad. Check your messages, and you got longer arms. Turn this thing off. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Kill you with truth.
1: Peace.